Welcome to More Than Hashtags, a practical social media podcast that provides real application, what's working, what's trending, and what's next. I'm Adam Leidecker, Director of Social Strategy at Auto Radio, OTTO Radio. And I'm Vincent Orlick, the CMO at Brandish Social in Phoenix and President of Social Media Club Phoenix. What's up? What's up, Adam? Well, this is episode five. <laughs> oh, you're counting? I was I lost count. We're halfway to ten, my friend. I lost count after three. Well, we're here. We got some news, and I'm having fun with the podcast. How about you? Yeah, of course. I love doing these. These are great, and I, I like that uh, we're we're moving around different types of of shows. Last week's show with our buddy Isaac Irvine from GoDaddy talking about viral video. If you missed it. Go back and listen because that was our best show yet. You know, props to Jesse LaBelle for coming on on episode bonus episode 2.5. Yeah, it's a special guest story. number one. Yep. yep. He was awesome. But uh, I'm going to say that Isaac's, uh, Isaac was, was really interesting to hear how a viral video, a true viral video happens. It, it, all, it was also the first episode of hash, more than hashtags. Don't forget. More than hash dads. Yeah, that might make a return at some point. I mean, really, every episode where it's just you and me is more than hash dads. That is true. It really is, you know, if you think about it. Oh, um, the one with Jesse was not more than hash dads because Jesse is not a dad. Sorry, Jesse. Yeah. So we love you, buddy. He's a Nintendo dad. <laughs> no, so this was good. And, and the funny thing, I saw a tweet today. Someone just watched episode one. Saw that too. And then you chimed in with some awesome little memes. So yep. wherever Same. you are listening and whatever episode you're listening to. Thank you. Welcome. And welcome. So, Let's get into it, Adam. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, as always, give a little rundown of what we're going to be doing. Well, uh, we're going to talk about some tactics, including, I mean, should I, should I just name them right off the top? We're going to talk about Google Alerts. We're going to talk about... Uh, a, a platform called Nuzzle. We're going to talk about free music archive, which I know some of you are going to really dig. Name checker. Uh, those are some things that we've discovered recently, and actually, one's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, and then we got some got some industry news. Um, not the typical stuff. Not. We decided we're not going to talk about Instagram versus Snapchat stories, location stories, any of that. It's, we're not going to rehash this stuff. You decided that, and I agreed. I did. I did. <laughs> I, I, first of all, it makes me angry. You just said um, save the drama for your mama. For, for everyone's mama. On and Facebook because she's not talk on about, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about some other more interesting stuff that's, that's a little sure. bit more relevant, I think, to, um, to the everyday, everyday person. Well, let's dig into tactics and... How about yours first? Google Alerts. I love Google Alerts. How much if, do you love Google Alerts? <laughs> uh, well, you can't. Well, you can see me, Adam, but uh, the the audience can't see me. This much. I'm doing this, <laughs> <laughs> and you still can't see me. So Google Alerts. If you have never used Google Alerts, or never heard of it, it's very simple. Google is a very powerful search engine. You can set up alerts that come to your email based on a keyword or a phrase. Um, if you Google, Google alerts. I was just going to ask that question. <laughs> you don't even need to know the URL. Just Google. No, just Google. You probably could even Google 
the word alerts and it would come up. Um, but if you Google Google alerts, the first result that will come up will take you to that link will take you to how to get your Google alerts based on what you want. So the power in this is I have some set up, right? I, you can set them up for daily. You can set them up for as the news happens around this word or phrase or um, even I, I haven't tried this, but probably hashtag even works to some extent. Um, whatever gets gets read. Well, like I got to ask you before you say the next yeah. thing. Do you have a Google alert for your own name? I do. I absolutely do. So you don't Google I yourself. Know. You don't Google yourself. You Google alert yourself. I do. And uh, I can tell you that I don't get many Google alerts about my name. <laughs> I, that, that much. And I, usually what happens is I know when it's going to come because it's something like I, I did the Fox local TV thing again. And it, it might come up because okay. of that. You so this know, isn't every time somebody mentions you in a tweet. This is something a little bit larger. Good point. It is not. It is. Um, I, I would suggest, I mean, look, it doesn't hurt to set up a Google alert for your name because it's actually helpful. Uh, you can see if something does happen to come up and you're like, what is that? Now, if you have a very common name, I would suggest not to do it necessarily. <laughs> you could always add your city in there, perhaps. Or city. There you go. That's, yeah. you know better than I do on that one, Adam. There you I, go. I, Even I'm though you have a very unique name, like I do. I am Googling myself right now. Ah. And, and I yeah, will say more than hashtags with my name is on the front page now. Yep. There's the power. But it doesn't come up like, if you might, you're not going to get an alert every time we do right. a show or, pu or publish it. Um, that being said, that's your name. Um, I do, because of everything social media related, I have Google Alerts set up for each platform. And I have them set up for every day. And because I run a couple of groups, one being Social Media Club Phoenix, one being one based on Snapchat news, um, that's where I get it all from. And the only reason it's not as, as quick into the, into the places that I want to post it is because I'm on the West Coast. <laughs> if I was on the East Coast, the stuff would be like, like on, on point ahead of everybody. Um, but that news comes into my inbox. It, it comes in with, with the, um, that keyword will bring in actually several different stories about a couple different things that are happening based around that word each day. So, um, today, for instance, for Snapchat, let's say, um, the, the location, the, uh, the group stories, we weren't going to talk about this. Well, we're just mentioning <laughs> it in the side that was like a section of stories. There was like three or four stories from different sources there. But then there was also um, stories about other things that happened involving Snapchat, like that DigiDay story about how they're discounting advertisers because yeah, no one, no one else does that, by the way. <laughs> um, I will say I often notice you're, you're posting these stories much faster than anybody else. Yes. Uh, unless I find them on um, Twitter first. Right. Twitter's <laughs> always going to be, I mean, if you want, if you want the most right on top of everything, generally Twitter is going to be the thing, unless you, you manually go to Google, which is what I started doing back in the day. I was going on Google just first thing in the morning, typing in the, the keyword of what I wanted to see that day, like what platform. And, and it, 
that all that news, the same stuff came up, but now I just get it delivered right automatically to my inbox. So um, it's, I, I've, I found it really useful. I, I haven't found it to be too much to handle because I mean, I don't care what's in my inbox as far as the number. I'm not crazy like, like that. I don't need inbox zero, but I, what I did, I did set up a, a tab for updates. So they don't go into my primary inbox. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. That's yeah. Smart they go into the updates tab so I can just go in there anytime and look at yesterday's news or whatever. When I, when something came through, I know a couple days ago, I can see some different versions of it, whatever. Um, but that's, I really like for discovering for staying on top of news. I mean, you can do this with anything. Um, you can do it about your city. You can do it about the type Maybe of business. You, I got you. So like yeah. city Phoenix and startup, you could yep. add those two. I created one for startup. Uh, when I started managing auto radio, Hey, hey. startup startup radio um so I, I could stay on top of things as much as possible but but then again think about it too it's it's uh not not necessarily limited but it's also going out and finding things based on that keyword so the if the word startup is in the story right. or the title it'll bring it in so you're getting a good a good chunk of it but there's going to be some other stuff out there that they maybe don't mention that specific word so i would say like once you Google, Google alerts, bookmark that page because that's linked to your Gmail account. And then if you start getting these and they're not useful or they're overwhelming, like you pick a keyword that's too generic, you can actually go back in and edit those. Add some Boolean searches and some other oh, things. I even, I got the fix for you with that too. Even easier way is when they, when those emails come in, if you notice and that's that thing uh, is that's an issue um, on the bottom of the email, it says, is a little hyperlink for edit this alert. Look at and that. And you can just click on it. Cause I've had to do it. <laughs> I know it'll take you right to that specific alert. You can delete it. You can edit it. You can create more. And it, that's also the page where it lists all the alerts you currently have. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I use Google alerts every day. Uh, maybe not as much as you, um, but I am an inbox zero kind of guy. <laughs> so I had to turn several of them off that were too, a little too generic. Yeah. Um, but I try to find some of these mine are pretty niche or obscure for, and they're usually two or three words or a phrase. So like I'm always looking for the news about podcast discovery. Right. So I rarely get those, but when I get them, I know they're good. Yep. Um, so that's Great point. So if you were, you got some breakthrough technology, some startup or some local business and you want to make sure there's no competition around you or coming in the area, it's a great way to like always be on the lookout. Like literally the other day, I'm not trying to think what it was. I forget what my search term was, but what it was, was someone who was doing an icon design for a new podcast discovery app. So this was a designer who was yep. just looking for feedback. Well, now I have the inside track of, Oh, here's another app coming, coming out. Do you happen to remember, like, was it on his website or? Like kind um, of where, where, where it found um, it? It was on one of the, um, i trying to think. Like a, just a design website or something? Yeah, it's a, a pretty, forum? pretty big design website. But for some reason it was scrapping the comment yeah. underneath that. So it was useful. I mean, and, and I'll turn them off from time to time. I'll turn them on for, um, I have them set for um, South by Southwest. So yeah. I have a whole bunch for South by Southwest. Usually like recap South by Southwest to trends so that I know um, pre and you know 
pre and post, I'm going to be picking up people's predictions of yep. what's going to come out in South by Southwest and then their analysis afterwards. And I do that around a lot of shows. I know you do that around events as well. Um, and you can turn them off for a time yeah. or you just wait till they come back around. So, And of course, one other thing to mention as, as always happens with this type of a thing, throw your competitor's name in one. Um, see, see what they're up to if something comes out so you don't miss it. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I have a couple set up for like obscure ones. Not obscure, but like Pandora podcast, Spotify podcast. Because mm-hmm. I kind of, I want to understand like in for the big music players who may be breaking into these spaces. Yep. So. Well, just keeping tabs on, on the, I mean, the industry news in general is, is great, but if you can narrow it down to like, um, and not, not even podcasts, but like if you're a, I don't know, if you're a pizza business and you set up a Google alert for, I don't know, new pizza place, Phoenix, whatever town you're in, like yeah. you'll get these reports so that you know, at least when the, when the, the story or the press release comes out, um, I mean, you won't know ahead of time necessarily from this, but um, you could, you could totally keep tabs on, on what's going on with your competitors or just in general, what's going on in your area, your neighborhood, um, certain writers, um, yeah. you know, people, certain writers for certain publications. Um, if they don't have like their own place, if they just write for this one publication, their name's going to come up whenever they write an article. So go for it. So it's a good tactic. Yeah, definitely. I feel uh, could be underutilized. So those are great. Takes some time. It, it can take some time, but it, it also eliminates some time and maybe going out to find stuff. Sure. Um, but then it's like, now you do have to take that, you know, a little bit of time to sift through some things. So Adam, you got something for us. Hey, kind of on the same line, a little different though. Uh, it's nuzzle and nuzzle allows you to discover top news from friends and influencers. So it's essentially it curates uh, it from your followers, Twitter followers, Facebook followers, and how it curates that it gives you a nice little organized list of the top content that's shared every day in your social circles. So you're following people on Twitter. You could be following your competitors. You could be following uh, thought leaders. So they may not, they don't have to be following you back, but essentially say you follow a couple hundred people. It's, out of that, the top post every day, they get the most shares, most engagement. So really it's like a smarter Twitter feed. Or if you're really busy, you don't get on Twitter that day, I check Nuzzle every day. They have a website, they have an app. Um, they actually push me these uh, updates via email as well. It's like one of the emails I actually look forward to getting because I like Google alerts. So I'm get, every day I'm getting, um, a little recap of everything that top news has been shared. So this is great. This is great to help you curate content, uh, retweet, reshare. If you're trying to engage with those influencers, it might go a long way to engage on their top piece of content or even produce content around that topic. If you're getting a monthly um, content calendar and you're thinking of things to write about, Nuzzle is a great way to over the course of a month, identify these top topics that keep getting shared uh, the most times over and over again. Um, and also it just keeps me really informed. You know, if I'm getting um, all like startup news, I'm following a certain amount of people who like certain amount of things on Twitter. Uh, and you, know, you can also log into Facebook as well, but Twitter specifically, 
Facebook, I follow a lot of my friends. Or Twitter, I follow industry experts. Um, the other thing you could do is you could sort by influencer. If you want to see um, the top links that the people Gary Vaynerchuk is following, you could just select, or Chris Saka, you can select. It's especially helpful if that celebrity or that influencer or thought leader is following not a lot of people, a couple mm-hmm. hundred, but they have, they have millions of followers, but only following a couple hundred. You get to kind of look like glance into their echo chamber. You get to see what they're t- most likely reading every day and what's influencing <laughs> their thinking. That's so interesting. Did you see on Product Hunt the other day uh, inside the Trump bubble? No. Where you could, yeah, it's just basically, it's it's essentially nuzzle except only focused on Trump because it's it's pulling in the feed that he sees because oh. it's the people that he follows, which is only like 400, I think. It's only a few hundred, a couple oh, hundred. Almost so, identical, yeah. Yeah, so, well, yeah, but it's like specifically to, it's like a joke, you know. Yeah. It's, um, but it's, it is interesting because we all know, not to get crazy political, but we all know it's a fact. He uses Twitter and he, he reacts and tweets and does things on Twitter. So that is a huge window yeah. into what, what he potentially is, is like seeing and reacting to and all that. So that's really interesting. Well, it's the same thing. So say you're trying to connect with somebody and you know, connecting with them on LinkedIn is not working. Mm-hmm. If you can like glance in and kind of see predictably what people are consuming every day, um, you can start engaging with them on that. Oh man. So how about this? Like if I'm, you know, I'm out there looking for a job and I, I mean, I'm talking about like more so career wise. It's like you're in a certain industry and there's someone in particular that maybe you want to go work for or that you want to connect with. Um, it would be pretty impressive and a pretty easy way to do it. If you use nuzzle to look at what they're seeing and follow the same yeah. people. And if you start, you know, not that you're doing it in a fake way. Um, if, if it's someone that you want to work for or a company you want to work for, I mean, there's a good chance that you're going to be on the same kind of wavelength anyway. Right. They're going to like, Oh, so-and-so knows so-and-so I'll more likely engage with them or follow them back. Yeah. Yeah. What it, if, is, it is a perception thing. Yeah. But you did your research. It's just like, it, it's no different than, than, um, you know, there's someone that you, that you know, this other, this person that you want to work for knows, Right. And you go and kind of make a connection with them, whether it's on LinkedIn or in person or send them an email or whatever. I mean, it's, it's just another way, but it's just kind of an interesting thing to think about. Like that's, it's a little, you know, on the slide, but Hey, if, if that was me, if, if it was me as the employer and not that I would even find that out that the person did that, but if I did, I'd be like, Oh, that's, yeah, they, they really want to work here. You know so, what I mean? So you could see how, the various ways you can utilize Nuzzle. Yeah. I mean, when I first started using it years ago, it was just a better Twitter feed. And and actually, then I started curating who I followed a little bit better. Yep. And when, uh, every six months or so, I go through my Twitter following and really, um, I just I just think long and hard because I want the best information back. You don't trust Twitter's uh, algorithm to serve you, serve up your your favorite people or tweets content 
Well, <laughs> apparently not because I'm, I'm apparently missing stuff because Nuzzle's great. I'm signing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And I'm, I'm finding things like there's a lot of people talking about Facebook data and um, this new I, ICO, which, is, which relates to Bitcoin. Very and, relevant to you. Well, and to me, but also the, some of the stuff I, I would have missed. For right. Sure. And then you can like just sli- swipe in the app and then see actually the feeds of most shared content of friends of friends, which is interesting uh, because it is true. We typically follow those who are similar to ours and then that would ripple, but it does open your echo chamber a little bit. Um, and then they have a whole discover, uh, which discover, but anyways, definitely check it out. Yeah. Does it, uh, they, they have an app. I know I've, I've seen, I, you just were talking about, it. I've seen it too. Um, does it cost anything to use Nuzzle? I don't know if there's a pro version. It is free. And Google Alerts is free too. Google Alerts is definitely free. Hey, these are two practical social media tips. Eh. Let's get into the discovery segment. Because I, uh, yet again, I, I do not know about yours. I have not heard about it. Well, coincidentally, neither do I. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Just, just kidding. Just, this guy's really not a guru. I'm really not. I, I come into everything blind totally blind um i found this resource because i'm always looking for video um video tools you know i there's a bunch of people i respect and and kind of watch what they post about um tools that they use and then i i'll see things on my own or i'll get targeted with ads because i'm talking about about live streaming or just video in general um video content and then there's other times where I just I'm I just go and look on my own you know or I see something on product hunt and that's that sends me down a google rabbit hole of trying to find similar things um, this one is freemusicarchive.org and it's just what it says it's a website for free music there's a lot of these there's a lot of a lot of these sites um, that will at least claim to offer free it's kind of like the free photos like we talked about with with unsplash and yeah um you know where it's giving you quality stuff um this one this one is is definitely higher on the list in terms of um quality so it's and specifically i see that in the show notes you're linking to uh the curators link and then music for video yes um so it's just I mean, in all honesty, it's, it's really just in general, like you can take this music and use it and not worry about copyright. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't think it's has to do with creative commons necessarily, which, you know, photos, a lot of that does, it, they may, they may have a tie in with that. Um, but just in general, this is stuff that you can download for free. Right. Um, and use, and in general, I mean, you're going to find something. So it's essentially like um, the iMovie yeah. uh, theme music that's found in, uh, inside iMovie on, um, you know, Barry Bonds level steroids. <laughs> well, I see here, I just clicked the link in the show notes and it said, um, it does say Creative Commons, but that wasn't checked. What was, okay. checked, what was checked was public domain. Gotcha. So like happy birthdays in the public domain. Yeah, and then it says um, uh, there's another checkbox that allow allows for use in remix or video. Yep. So this is great. 
and they do have they do have some other limitations, but they I mean they're pretty clear. They're labeled. Um, the majority of it, I mean, you can use this stuff. It's similar to when you do a Google image search and you type in um, type or usage rights, usage rights. You click on that box at the top after you do the search and it'll tell you it's okay to use this unfiltered, whatever, or it's okay to use this with some modification. That would be the remix version of, of music here. Um, but they do have like, some of it is you can use it all just as long as you um, do attribution. So when you see these videos, because this is the thing that always bugs me is when I see these videos um, and not to, not to bring up Gary all the time, but Gary Vaynerchuk asked daily V like he gets permission. They, right. People send him music. They send, I know with his producer, David rock, like he asked for music at one point because they were, I don't know if they were running low or just, they just wanted some more. And if you're in a, in a daily V you get a credit, that's a credit. And like, I know he, he knows his audience. Cause I like all the music that they yeah, use. All of it. Yeah. It's really cool. And the other one is Casey. Nice. That mm -hmm. who really started, started this. Let's be honest. Like he's the one he did the vlog with, with this kind of format. Um, this breaking the, the fourth wall um, with the music and the big white letters the music he uses is fantastic, you know, but a lot of people I know when they go to upload a video on Facebook, it gets taken down right away because of copyright. YouTube, you get a, a yellow caution thing that says, Hey, just know you may not be able to use this if you don't monetize it or agree to monetize it or the artist might, may take it down. So there's a lot of that confusion. People I don't think in general know, <laughs> like what what to do if they make a video and i gotta believe when they both got started they were going out themselves using their personal interest taste to soundcloud and then messaging these people and waiting for them to reply right they might have actually sat there and messaged 20 people and said hey i love this can we use it in your video and then it probably caught on and people started just sending them yeah but you know what it's funny because even when you have like there's a the big misconception look instagram has video okay 60 second video up to 60 seconds um, there's a big misconception that if you, the song that you use in your Instagram video, if you bought it on iTunes, you can use it in your Instagram video. Right. No problems. Guess what? Not the case. Instagram yeah. will, you'll put, you'll make this beautiful video, post it. And then it, it's like up and then it's gone. It yeah, disappears. Rights management is a big thing to think about as yep. a brand. Um, you know, many of the companies I've worked for over the years, we've gotten cease and desist. A lot of times it's just that. It's do you say you're sorry and you yep. remove it because you assume, oh, I bought this on this stock photo site for $19. Well, it was only good for this, this, and this, and you used it for this other thing. Yep. Um, so it's always good finding that source, that place, like you said. Um, and this is a good resource for free music for videos. For sure. Or yeah, or any, any, whatever, whatever you want to use the free music for, but primarily it's, I mean, I would think for, for businesses, it's going to be for this type of stuff is it's a video, video creation. Um, yeah. And what's nice is like, if you're creating a series more than likely, if you have like eight or 10 videos, you're probably going to stick unless you're like D rock and Gary V where you're changing audio every time you probably will stick the same. So even if you have to do go to free music archive and search for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, once you find that one you love, you could just keep reusing it. The other option, of course, 
lest we forget, is to hit up our friend Nino Lucarelli. Link it uh, up. Link it up <laughs> on Facebook or Twitter or especially Instagram. And, uh, I mean, he, his services are available. Um, he'll create a he, – look, he made our theme song. I'm if happy en- with, our, with our intro and outro. If you enjoy the smooth beats of our intro and outro, <laughs> contact Nino. If you enjoy more than hashtags, introductory music, let me tell you. We have 14 <laughs> hours on compact disc for you. <laughs> oh, it must be getting late because we're yeah, getting, we're getting silly. But, but no, seriously, Nino, Nino uh, props to Nino. For couldn't, sure. Couldn't have done it without his, his musical stylings. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy enjoy the intro and outro music as much as we do. I don't know how many of you get to the outro music, but you, you hear the intro music if you listen to the show. Oh, wait. You got to fast forward and listen to the end because it's, it's different. Yes. Oh, we got a special yeah. um, something at the end for you. Mm-hmm. So just make sure to listen <laughs> to this whole episode. <laughs> what do you got, Adam? What's your, what's sure. your thing for your discovery? Yeah, uh, real practical. Uh, you're setting up a new website starting a new company a new brand or you've had a company for a long time and you're just looking for those social names um, i always recommend if you're setting something up finding a name is very difficult but people always forget to check to see if the social media accounts are available so i would say you don't want to spend all this money on a logo on a website copyright and all this stuff if the social names aren't available you can get around that you can get creative you can drop vowels. <laughs> you can do all these things. But I would say in your research, your business plan prep and all that, if you could do the work up front and find a website that would tell you instantly if all the names are available. If not, you're going to have to go to Twitter separately, Facebook separately. So the tool that I always use, there's actually two, two separate companies. There's one called Name Check and Name Checker. I actually prefer Name Checker. Wait, wait, wait. Those, there's two different companies? There's two different ones. I, so <laughs> That's amazing. Funny, right? There's, there's, there's actually dozens. Like if you just type in Google, well, yeah. you Google name check. So the first one is name chk.com, name check. And they actually give you more domain um, options that are available. And I, I, they probably make money by reselling that domain. Um, the name checker, a little bit more visually appealing. It's just a, you know, a circle with an X through it or a check. <laughs> and name checker is just as it uh, sounds without the E at the end. So name check with an R.com. So search to your heart's content to see if not only the, the domain, but all the social profiles are available. Keep in mind that if you have a very long name for your podcast, a long name for your website or whatever, so certain social media accounts limit the characters so i think twitter is 25 some 15 something let's let's talk about our experience with that adam um, you mean our stellar twitter handle hash hashtags pod yeah well and everything right I, I mean that's the uh what else is that the facebook page or no no what's, what's hashtags pod else twitter and something else for us email email okay but the thing is, I mean, that's the thing is at the end of the day, we had to, we had to settle. Mm-hmm. We had a good name for the podcast, more than hashtags. It's what it's about. But, and we went around 
a couple times with names for months. oh yeah maybe months <laughs> a while and then we, while. we settled you know it wasn't like a fly by night hey let's do this one and then it was like hey we can actually get all of these except for this one yep. twitter is a pretty big deal but we figured you diehard fans who are listening <laughs> if you really want to talk to us you you actually you could just search more than hashtags on twitter in our, our hashtags pod will come yeah up. it comes up um but in any case it's it's a smart move um well, on Twitter, wasn't it also that that the it was too long? It was too long, so, so hash, it wasn't just not taking hashtags was available, but it was too long by like one, yeah, couple of characters. Like I will say, I use this this tool. My friend uh, moved from Phoenix up to Tacoma and uh, bought a neighborhood market, and he was looking to rebrand the local whatever it was Seven Eleven uh, to a real neighborhood market. So we actually ended up. Uh, helping him rebrand as delightful neighborhood market can't go wrong there um, but I'm trying to think I'm gonna look it up give me something while I look it up my friend <laughs> what would you let me find me? something on freemusicarchive.org hold on <laughs> no what would Some you use that no what um, would you it, use name checker for or have you have well, you used a tool like this before yeah it's it, I was it's funny because I was gonna say um it I feel like again product hunt like I, I love product hunt and uh Shout out to them. They well, we're gonna have to tweet them now because we literally mentioned every <laughs> single episode. Um, it is that indispensable tool that we use every yeah, day? Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, it's it's kind of like you know, it's definitely a FOMO thing with that with Product Hunt, but I I don't know, it's fun. I, I have it as a Chrome extension, so I don't. I mean, I see it when I open up a tab. <laughs> the I'm latest. Actually, beta testing their brain extension. Oh boy. Oh boy. They're always having cool stuff. Coming. Oh, anyway. So, so well, wait, wait, wait. I was gonna say they they have. I feel like on Product Hunt every like, like once a month, maybe every couple months, there's a new like one of these types of things that comes out on Product Hunt where it's not just this. It's like for your business, here's everything in a box, you know. And one of these things is the social, the social handles is included in that. Yeah, and I think they probably are making money on selling that domain. So good on them. Oh, I was going to say, so my buddy, we branded as Delightful Neighborhood Market, which is ridiculously long, but it's a good, it's a good name as a header and the sign mm-hmm. and all that. So anyways, we landed on having his social names be Delightful MKT Market, Delightful Market. Um, so really nice, really branded. Actually, his photos are fantastic. And if I was, if I was in the neighborhood, I would be like, hey, honey, I'm heading down to the D. <laughs> I'll tell him that. <laughs> Look, I'm a big fan of the D. Wow, sliding in them DMs. We are apparently uh, really familiar with cultural references. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I just I'm just saying media, the first letter of the word. I, yeah. What are you talking about? I'm into the MKT. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so the notorious MKT. <laughs> hey, one thing with this, right? It, how important is it for a business? Let's say that. They, they're they're locked in. They got their name, right? They don't want to use Twitter. They don't want to use sure whatever channel. Um, Adam, how important is it for them to still check this out and still maybe go get those? Well, let's just say you become names successful. Your competitor will secure your name and redirect it to their account. So. 
setting up more than hashtags, the first thing we did was grab a, a Gmail account. So you can't sign up for a Twitter or Facebook account without an email. So we got, I think it's, I think it's, I don't even know what our email is. Hashtags pod. Yeah. Yeah. So just hashtags pod at gmail.com. Yeah. So I got, just got a Gmail account. And then the nice thing about name checker is you can go the old fashioned way. I would have to actually go to each one and see if it's available, go through the sign up form. And then, but you know, we secured as, we probably could secure more, but we secured as many as we made sense to secure and, and utilize. Um, and I would say that's, that's a must. If you're, you're not going to use it, you don't have to be producing content on every single platform, but go secure that, that name, especially if you're a big brand. And um, nowadays, these big brands are probably on social. But when we started out doing this, when I joined some companies back in 08, 09, they didn't have anything. And, and in fact... Um, people can go a little crazy on domains. Yep. I, I'm not, I'm not as crazy about domains as, as this man Vincent is. <laughs> and I'm not even that bad compared to some other people I, I know are, but they could really get, insane. About yeah. It. I mean, you, that was a big thing like 10 years ago. Gotta buy the .net. Gotta buy the DDU. Gotta yeah. buy everything. And nowadays, um, I mean, you could do definitely the .com and then there's some other ones that make more sense. Like you were buying some unique vanity urls that make more well, the dot live ones i, I yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan i think those have a, have use um and and others that are kind of fun you know like sure. that you can tie in whatever the domain is but because it the the not tying the domain yeah you can tie in the domain because the domain is like dot um i'm trying to think of one where it like ends in like dot io right mm -hmm. so if your company is is um named like whatever and the last two letters of the the company yeah. end in io that's another i would still get the dot com but i would also go get the whatever dot io gotcha um well and that's assuming you're not a software company and well we could get into this <laughs> later on but you i've done that in the past like companies that ended in um e el and their whole their company name so I, I actually secured that for a different reason or bitly ly yep i secured that name for a different reason to to be like a vanity url shortener right so you secure your you use that for social so we could get into that later in a different episodes that's, that's a good but that that applies that's a good tip as well so the nice thing about you could go crazy and worry about domains all day long but with social there's only one so unless you need to secure multiple variations of it just for protection um yeah, because it's not it, – it, look, whether you – right now when you start out, the size of your company, most people that are out there, no, you're not going to – you're not even going to want to think about getting on more than like three channels probably, three or four, right? I mean, depending on what your company is. But get them all because if you're in business five years from now and these, these social media platforms are still in existence, assuming that um, – I mean, maybe you do want to have an Instagram account or even a year from now. Maybe you don't want it now and right. you, you like are swearing, I will never get on that. Well, then something happens and oh, now you, now you hired someone just to do Instagram for you because it's now it's important and the account's sitting there waiting for you to use. Right. Yeah. So if you're just setting up, just consider it like getting, getting your checks and getting your, uh, your bank account, getting your email is just one more step of setting up. 
It's free. And, There's no yeah. reason not to do it. And if you start hearing the, the young kids talk about a certain network, it might be worthwhile just like plugging in your Gmail, securing that name, and just yeah. part of your toolbox for sure. And, and you know, the last thing is tying into this, if you see a platform like say five years ago, or not five years ago, but say three or four years ago, Snapchat, you see it rising, like there's a lot of buzz about it. Go and get your name. <laughs> go and go on the, get on the, on the app or on the platform. And if you can do it, which most of them when they nowadays, the ones that are starting, offer you like right off the bat. It's not like Facebook where you couldn't do it before and or you have to have a certain amount of sure likes on the page to get a custom URL. Um, go go get it because again you don't know. You just you just don't know. This is turning into like a username super episode. Yeah no we'll get off of it. Well I, the last thing I'll say is hey I, I, did, it too. I did I did it for <laughs> my kid for my, my baby. I did it when she was name? born I did it on um uh, better not I got her URL. I got her name. A ton of following. Yeah, I got her URL. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, um, when I signed up for Snapchat, I, I use it. Uh, well, sometimes the usernames gets locked. Mm -hmm. So, like when I went to South by Southwest, it's like my tenth year. So I had s South by Southwest Adam at Gmail. Mm -hmm. I signed up for Snapchat, so that's my Snapchat name. It is. Can't, can't change it. So. I was just going to say when you are interacting the owner of a company, you're interacting as the brand. It's also good to interact as the brand name and your own personal name. So keep that in mind when securing accounts, it's okay to get two Twitters, your business account. Always good to have your personal account because if you need to reach out to somebody, they're going to see a real person. Now for a long time, it was very popular to say, um, I'm just trying to think like, Zappos mm -hmm. and the account was like Tony Shea. So mm -hmm. Tony from Zappos. That was a real popular thing to put the name. Now it seems to be going to, away toward like Zappos and then Tony has his own account, something like that. Yep. So cool. Well, bring us the industry news. Oh Starting off. Well, I, I kind of thought you were going to talk about that first, the whole, uh, the lenses and let's do it. That was your thing. <laughs> So full disclosure, Adam's got a little bit of a frog in his throat. Oh no, I'm just a uh, sore throat or something. I don't know. A little bit, huh? It's all right. I mean, you can't tell. I was. I just thought fine. that was my dark and lovely voice. <laughs> it's it's the fan that's behind you. The allergies are kicking I, in. I got something. this new mic. It's uh, called Morning Morning Voice. <laughs> <laughs> At eleven o'clock. <laughs> I well, hey look. Also full disclosure. Again, I'm in the garage. Uh, and I, I did have to wheel in the fan in the garage it, it, today. Ouch. Because we don't, there's no AC in the garage. And what are you going to do next week? Um, the, the fan. Cause what like, I mean? we have a treadmill in our garage and in the summertime I, I ran last summer, I'll probably run this summer. It's like Bikram running. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bikram. Is that how you pronounce it? Bikram? Sure. Somebody will correct yeah. us. Bikram yoga, Bikram Bik running. Bikram podcasting. Bikram Adam. Yeah, Bikram <laughs> podcasting. That's the Bikram pod. That's this is a special Bikram edition. Unreal. This this week, starting this week, all the way through till October. <laughs> we love Arizona. 
What's what's the news now? Because this is the the news item is like your item, and then we'll yeah, like yeah. talk so, about it. Sometimes it's it's related to social. Sometimes it's related to just being on the lookout for the future to grow your business to anticipate. So I started seeing this trend. So today I saw that uh, Pinterest launched lenses, uh, lens Pinterest lens. They launched this like back in February, but today they added this extra layer that when you take a picture of strawberries, it presents you with recipes for strawberry salads, strawberry desserts. So if you guys are fans of Silicon Valley, it's kind of funny. Like yep. Last episode was about a food app called Seafood, and it wasn't that at all. But in any <laughs> case, um, and then last week, Google launched Lens, the Google Lens. So if you're walking on the street, you can take, take out your camera and uh, – Put your photo, put your camera on a on a business, and have information layered over top of it. Mm, yeah, sounds familiar. But go ahead. Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> um, so I guess my point is, is it seems like half of tech is going toward voice assistants, and those people are saying the smartphone is going to be obsolete in three years, and the other half, namely the social networks that are becoming camera companies, camera first companies, are layering on lenses. So where my mind is thinking of this is you're a restaurant. People are now going to take a lens, Google lens of your business before they walk in to decide if they want to go there. Nice. Oh my goodness. Vincent just did a Google a Pinterest <laughs> lens of me. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it came up with uh, the similarities. Go ahead. <laughs> it looks, well, because of the lighting right now and the lights are off, it looks like I'm in the Blair Witch project. <laughs> Can you just hold it up to the camera? Uh, oh, I can if you really want me to. Um, it's like a potato salad. Because it so it pulls up it pulls up the the similar. Hopefully, it's not a recipe. Um, it is not a recipe, but it pulls up it pulls up the similar things that it reads from like. It's just the glare off my forehead. I don't know if you can read that. Gentle woman. Angela Lamb. <laughs> Wait, what's the other one? I can't see it. It says Lansbury. What's the other one? Uh, uh, it's a red. It's a red plus sign. So let's see what that does. Potato. Oh, it says help. I'm still learning. What am I looking at? Oh my goodness. Well, if I say Adam Lidecker. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, I can't look. It pulled up your initial. It pulled up Angela Lansbury, and it happens to be the same initials. I want. Hmm. Oh, that's kind of weird. A L. So this is kind of funny because like my daughters and I use all the filters from Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. We don't post them, but we just play that game every night. Like do the one with no, no mouth, no face. This is kind of a fun, I don't know. It's it, very, it's inner, very interactive and very, um, it's pulling up all people that are wearing glasses also. Whoa, this is weird. It's like a stock photography search YouTube website. Videos. It's pulling up all these YouTube videos. Huh. So I wonder if it's also reading that it's a video that we're on. Wow. Because maybe the audio, it's reading the audio. Dude, that's crazy. Well, oh, and it, and it pulled up Gentlewoman because Angela Lansbury was on the cover of The Gentlewoman, apparently, at some point. Well, and if you look at those glasses in there, they kind of look like mine. And don't worry, everyone. Um, this will be going in the show notes. Oh, on uh, In case you haven't seen on Medium, we've created a publication that uh, is I'm updating it slowly, but it'll get there. Um, documenting this each episode. This kind of lead into your point about... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. I had to no, do that. No, no, I was just going to say, like, this kind of leads <laughs> to, like, your point about 
this section of the podcast yeah we are the practitioners we are motivated to understand the human experience and then we're kind of like early adopters but not at least myself i will dig in i'll get in there but i may not use it or recommend it for brands for a while to understand the human experience to understand i I don't want to be that brand that goes in to like exploit it, follows a hundred thousand people and is that brand. Right. I want to be, I want to understand how to use it correctly and be that brand that's useful and helpful. Oh, nice. You're lensing yourself. I did it. I said it lensing. You did. Oh, only one thing came up. I'm more actor. You're an actor. Yeah. Look at, Oh, those are some handsome devils right there. <laughs> what you got Angela Lansbury, buddy. And I got Jake Gyllenhaal. What's funny is that that's like a Facebook quiz. Elijah Wood. <laughs> no. Paul Rudd. Apparently I, think, I look like Paul Rudd and this guy with the beard. <laughs> I think I was like picking up the backpack behind you with the, hilarious. the frozen characters. Yeah, meanwhile, I don't look anything like any of it. But, but the picture I took of myself is pretty solid. Well, yeah. <laughs> screenshot that. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, so... I think no, you're. I think you're. You, we talked about this before the show, so your points are coming up. They're very valid. <laughs> but for once, I'm thinking like just be on the lookout. Like for instance, if if you're a business, make sure that if if two billion Google phones in the world, soon to be three if they have their way, um, make sure your 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 business information is correct. Make sure that you keep an eye on those rating websites and that your customer service is on point because now it's not people like searching in their home or in in, in their car where they're going to go eat tonight. They're literally standing outside holding their phone up and then walking past you based on what they see, what they don't see. And there's actually some in the demo, there's some cool actionable things they showed. Like they took a, um, a lens. I'm going to keep calling it lens. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lens, but I'm not lensing. Of a okay, fair enough. Of a, of a concert, they took a lens of a of a concert marquee that said "coming soon concert," and then they used the voice assistant to ask uh, the Google assistant to order tickets and add it to their calendar, and it did, based off a real world object. Um, going back to the Pinterest lens, their example was you're in your favorite brunch place. You take a lens and use it again mm-hmm. <laughs> of those Belgian waffles. And then you're going to be served all these fantastic recipes with ratings. Now, if you're really on your content game, I would want to be, if you're this like house of Belgian waffles. I'd want to make sure that that recipe that came up was, was your recipe, was your branded recipe. Um, so both, both in, you got to consider now there's like, now people's food will really go cold before they eat it because <laughs> they're Instagramming it and lensing it. No, Instagramming food is out, Adam. Didn't you know that? Come on. Oh, no one I, does that anymore. I bought my digital SLR. I'm back in the, I'm back in the uh-huh. with a giant camera. <laughs> and this oh. leads into, you know, the, the, the thing, the statement that you just made is probably going to scare a lot of people. You know, one, I mean, a lot, a lot of business do. owners. Yeah, one more yeah. thing to do. Uh, and I, as you were saying that too, the other thing I thought about was if you're that house of Belgian waffles, right? 
there's a reason you exist. There's a reason why you have customers because I don't, I don't know how to make, not only do I not know how to make them, I don't want to make them on Sunday morning. I want to go there with my family and eat them and enjoy a delicious breakfast of Belgian waffles that they love. And my three-year-old will yell if we don't go to because she wants to go to that specific place. So there's that element too, that the, we're not trying to freak anybody out um, and, and tell you that you have to, you have to like do all this and that. There's some basic things that Adam just mentioned that you want to have done anyway, but now will certainly um, increase in importance, especially in the Google world. Um, probably in the Facebook world as things develop too, because there, if you think Facebook and Snapchat are battling, you just don't hear about necessarily Facebook and Google, but those two hate each other. In, 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 the, in the tech world, maybe not personally, um, like Facebook and the Snapchat, it seems. Um, but Facebook and Google have been battling for, for years, yeah. you know, and, face, they, and, and it's more Facebook than like Facebook is caught up to Google in the sense of how large of a, of a just, um, behemoth. Uh, behemoth or presence. That was the word I was looking for that they have. Cause, cause Facebook is on top of the internet. Facebook is the layer on top of the internet that two, almost 2 billion people are using daily for hours. And are they using it to do these types of things? Not, not quite yet. Facebook is, has been trying to push people to do this stuff for years, for years with check-ins and offers. And um, i trying to think of what the, what was the other thing that they did too? Well, now they're, um, now they're letting people order food through Facebook. <laughs> well, they're going to, they're going to do, they're going to keep pushing it. Right. You know, I mean, there's no question they're going to try to keep pushing it. Um, and, and because Google does have this stuff and um, Facebook does have the, the things where you can put um, text on photos. You can, you can do that so that for, right. I mean, right now it's for the, the visually impaired. Um, it will recognize that there's a tree in the photo on Facebook. And if I, so there's a setting on your phone, just side note, that if you want to set it so that when you're on Facebook, it will tell you what's in the pictures. It will tell you, mm. it will read it and tell you what's described the picture to you. If you're visually impaired, if you want that, um, that being said, it, that's all, that's all coming. It's all here to a point with the, the, the recognition, the facial recognition image, recognition zoom our friends at zoom just came out with an image recognition tool get get within zoom yeah so you can identify pictures like people that have a beard um i mean anything you can think of that's that's in the yeah it's it's in there it's in there for people that that have like the annual plan or whatever it's it's automatic what does it do that does it add hashtags what is the purpose of that for marketing for you can identify um within like user generated content i gotcha let's say you know you can targeting ad targeting um you you name it you know it's it's just crazy that like zoom they're they're a good size up and coming company but like zoom is doing that and there's a lot of others that, that don't have that but it's it's all coming it's all coming so um, that, that all being said, what we were talking about is with businesses, don't feel like you have to jump on every single platform, every single app. You have to have a presence there. Get your handles, get your yeah. usernames, but you don't have to be using them all, all the time. Still use the relevant ones, but your website is 
super important, super important for Google because Google is super important for your, for most, if not all businesses. Um, it doesn't mean you have to blog every day, but if you can create a blog page, blog once a month, have a regular post once a month and create good, right. good posts, solid content, helpful, educational monthly that, that will, you have to track it through Google analytics, but you'll see a jump, you know, you'll see, you'll see things happen over time. Cause if not, they'll find you. Cause Google crawls your page and look for new content constantly. Right. There's so many restaurants that set up their website in 07 and yeah. haven't touched it. So that I think having the menu there is like, Oh, well our menus there right. are hours, our location and pictures of our food. That, you know, you're, yeah, you're on, you have a website, but is it working for you to, to a very limited extent? Yeah. Cause like one thing that I did, um, I craft wallets, minimalist wallets and bottle openers on the side. So one thing I did for a while was actually bring in that user generated content from, from Instagram based on my custom hashtags fed that into the front page of the website use those images for the shop, you know, to show people actually using it. Um, so that's a good point. I, I was going to get back to, uh, I was going to close out my Pinterest lens uh, thought real quick, because I think if you're a business thinking about how to use it, you're going to use it how it's used. So Pinterest people love recipes naturally. They collect recipes. So I don't know if you could do this. I didn't, didn't investigate it. If you could actually stack photos, have you done that before? Can you stack like three photos on? Well, this is what I would do. I would actually go in my fridge and take a photo of three different things. And, and I want a recipe for those three different. Oh, photos. or I'm in, I'm in sprouts, healthy market. And I'm going to take a photo of, you know, asparagus, uh, steak and something else. And I want it to pop out a recipe. So a grocery store could actually, I've seen grocery stores put up things on it about, you know, find this recipe on Pinterest because they actually created that content. Follow yep. us on Pinterest to get the recipes. I think if they were a little bit um, savvy, they could dig in and actually group ingredients in the aisle. But it's kind of like, it's kind of like find your own adventure. Really, it is. Yeah. So they, that'd be a fun gamification. Like you, you go get, you know, spinach and strawberries and chicken and you think you're making that salad. And the next thing they recommend is poppy seed dressing. Really, there's 20 different things you can make with those. I mean, I, I'm just spitballing here, but I'm thinking if this feature took off, there's people using it in their own fridge. But as a, you know, healthy grocery store, you could utilize if you created the content yourself, already put it on your account, and ensured that somehow those. So I don't know if you could stack images. That'd be pretty awesome. I just, uh, I, I think that Pinterest is, is still super underrated and especially among the marketing community, yeah. it doesn't get the, the just do as all the, the discussion is around Instagram and, and negatively around Snapchat and, and in a big way around YouTube and Facebook. And that's where the discussion is right now in, in our industry, not that anyone listening to this cares, but, um, I, like Pinterest is super underrated and you know what though it's coming because they're, they're going IPO probably next year. 
It's, it's probably happening. They're not selling themselves to Google. Um, they're big enough. They're an e-commerce site. They're not going to be a Snapchat guys. They're going to be four times that amount when they IPO. Yeah. And, and they're, and they're really smart. Like it's crazy. They got a loyal following. Like I use it. Um, I'm going to want to remodel in a couple years, a year. Um, I like a lot of design pins. Yep. Inspiration. Uh, my wife has. I just I just did that. She has like <laughs> forty or fifty thousand pins. Wow. And most and most of them are on private boards. Mm-hmm. That she's, What's because she's spending the time on it. Well, she's also using that for um, for inspiration for a few of her projects that she may not want to share with with everybody else. Right. Um, yep. So. Yeah, it's definitely uh so that 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 dark and lovely voice is definitely disappearing quickly. <laughs> well, we're, we're almost done. I, we're gonna get. We're, go we're gonna do. I, I want to say this because I I want to do a a Pinterest discussion like with with someone that knows Pinterest. Sure. I don't know Pinterest as much as I need to, but I I want to have someone on that that really is into Pinterest and can talk about it on a real level, like. And apparently, every time I say Pinterest, I say it wrong. Because you said it differently. I, well, I say Pinterest, but I, I say do you Pinterest. say Prescott or Prescott? <laughs> <laughs> biscuit. Biscuit. Why well, say biscuit? Oh no. man, no, but that's I, true. I think I think Pinterest is a sleeper. I think it people somehow like what you. I mean, you just did you pegged it, um, but there are there are um, very demographic, but for different topics, it's almost like. For sure, I'm sure there's people that are in car clubs that just pin and pin, you know, car modification stuff all the time, and use it as a search engine. Oh, I bet they're not even on Pinterest. They're just searching. I bet you they're not because it's what is it? Eighty? It's still eighty-five percent female. So the car clubs. I mean, look, not to stereotype, but it's true. Car clubs are primarily dudes. They're primarily dudes, um, majority. So still using, still using Google images, (laughs) (laughs) MySpace. No, but as far as ideas, like I think maybe that's maybe that whoever they hire for growth next in that vertical, because like, yeah, maybe they have this, this, um, perception, but if you want to get like, if you want to get like creatively charged or just find just the best stuff on the internet, really cool inspiration, um, right now I have like 700 pins on white kitchen tile, <laughs> yeah. but it's like really cool stuff. Like gives riveting. Us, yes. Riveting. But you know, gives us ideas of what we want to do. Uh, I used to, I used to be more active like a few years ago. And I, it's funny. Cause when I, if I go on my account right now, I, I can tell how long ago I was active on it because of the stuff that's on there, the topical stuff at the time. Yeah. Um, and but the one, th- one thing that I, I did at that time also was I, I created a board called Childhood. And it was like all this stuff that I was just on it one day. And I, re- I was going down this rabbit hole of things that I remembered, like cartoons. And, and I would look up, um, you know, in New England, there was these couple of famous commercials in that area for the Boston Museum of Science. There was these silly old commercials that everybody, if you grew up in that area in the 80s, you, you know what I'm talking about. I can make an ocean so you, wave wave. So let me guess. You had like 200 followers on that board. I, you know, I'd have to look, but there's some. Yeah, there's, there's absolutely some. 
Um, and it's just, it's just funny. It's, it's the niche, 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 niche that yeah. it's a big deal. Well, when we were, um, when I launched the company where I make those wallets, I'd actually do roundup of like essential gear. Yeah. And mine would happen to be in there, but those things would be like, or I did like, um, like verticals of beards, dudes with beards, and then like outdoors. And, and some of this would link back to blog content. Some of this would be, my content would be peppered throughout. Yep. Um, but a lot of traffic still came from there. Oh, and it's, um, and it's easily or, or gift it, guides, they, stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they talk about it all the time about how essentially behind Google and within Google is YouTube behind those two, like Pinterest is the next highest traffic driving um, back to blog content, back to websites. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, people have been using it for a few years and like heavily. So, but, but blogs specifically, I forget what the stat is. I'll try to find it and put in the, sh the show notes, but um, the blog driving back to blog content is humongous on Pinterest. It's huge. And I don't know if you know this. Um, I don't know if this is like a little bit of a hack or, or what. Co you know, proper or not. I don't know. Yeah. But when you pin something, you can go back in later and edit it and then add the link back to your blog. So it doesn't mean that image came from your blog. Right. Probably didn't. You're right. Cur you're curating just like you do on Instagram. But you can go back and put the source as your site. So when people click on it, they can go back. It makes a lot of sense if you have a recipe and it connects to that recipe, but it is kind of a little bit of a hack if you're, if you're creating a gift guide or if you're um, sharing, you know, the best little cabins or something. Yeah. I used to, I mean, I was, I was creating more original pins than I was pinning other people's stuff. Oh, interesting. So, so yeah, I, I like for, for blog stuff, cause I was using it, you know, I'd have, I'd have a board that, went back to my blog. And so what I would do is not use the pin it button. I would just create an original pin with the image that the image usually, I didn't put the same image. Usually I just made like a really much better fitting or cooler images. And then when they started doing the, the covers for the, the boards themselves, right. Um, or you could pick which one you wanted out of your stories, out of your, your pins that was the cover. Um, but yeah, so we'll do, yeah, we'll have to get into that. Cause this is a huge, much bigger conversation than this. And also, we're gonna get the, we're gonna get to the question of the show. But if you made yeah. it this far, yeah. if you made it this far, congratulations! Congrats! <laughs> Congrats! Congrats! You found the secret. And you found the, our our surprise. And uh, <laughs> if you answer the question of the day and you tweet us, you will, Vincent will hand curate the best animated GIF of your life back to you. Oh, or yeah. or or meme. Yeah, I like it something let's make that a standard practice that's right anytime someone tweets the answers are a question of the that's, day on that's Twitter, your prize that's your prize you're gonna get it's kind of like the taco emoji engine oh it's gonna be really good though the taco bell emoji engine if you ever try that it's so, uh this actually it'll be in goes, gift form so this actually goes right back to your question of the day yes it's the question of the day and i have mine ready by the way adam i don't know about you but um what is your favorite all-time viral video post or tweet or post or tweet well i think the video is probably is more likely though I, you know that's just what people are gonna really remember 
Man, mine was like how many viral tweets do you remember other than Ellen and the dude that just broke it? Oh, that's true. Oh, I was gonna, well, I was actually thinking of like this will be my example, like when the fast food companies like get into like Twitter wars with like each other, like Wendy's and yeah, yeah. I mean, those were pretty, pretty uh, memorable, sna- yep. sharp, snazzy. <laughs> um, it's funny though because they become viral because like what Isaac said, they they get picked up by the publications right. who, who are noting like, Oh, look at these brands. Like I already see it kind of starting to die down now like because it's not new anymore. You know, it's, it's not new. It's, it's Wendy's kind of showed everybody, you know, how to do it, whether for better or worse. Um, there's been some backlash on that too, but. So I had found a video last night, shared it with my buddies. We haven't watched it since like 08 and it was, uh, the woot woot video. Do you know what the woot woot video is? Woot woot. Yeah, it's literally a video like from 2007 or 2008 of a news report in Oakland where these auto body shops were like, uh, I don't know, soldering, like welding in these whistles in people's exhausts. But anyways, it's, it's before they auto-tune the news. Let's just say that. It's before they did the auto-tune the news and auto-tune videos. So it's like, the car's going through your neighborhood. It's going, woo, woo. You got to see it. It's yeah. funny. It's funny. I, no, I, I, I believe you. I mean, there's but, so many, right? My buddy, so many. my buddy Mitch lives in Oakland, so I was thinking of him, and apparently there's nobody woo-wooing through his neighborhood. <laughs> what, is, what is your favorite viral video? Uh, well, let me just play it for you. Ooh. It's just a clip of this show. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white band. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white bands. Dusty man. Damn, Daniel. Uh, I don't know why that's my favorite. I, I mean, I have some reasons, but um, I think that I want to say that was like the first one uh, that was like Snapchat based. That was of that became an, ended up being a viral video, which I thought was really interesting. That it it transcended, it broke out right. of the the platform, um, and then you know that turned into a whole Ellen thing where she had them on the show and Vans coincidentally was also celebrating their 20th anniversary of being in existence that year. So they gave him like a lifetime supply of vans. Um, so was this organically created or do you think this was a part of a campaign? Was uh, well, I, see the thing is, I don't know. I, it, it was, it was organic. I mean, uh, by, for all intents and purposes, everything that's been written about it or they've talked about the kids, they were on Ellen show. They were in high school. It was organic. Um, how it broke out of that, I mean, that's a little, you know, sure. maybe that was different with Van saw it. And, Who amplified it and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. I'm sure that's what happened. But because I can't imagine that, if you really, really think about it and analyze, like, what's going on in the video, it's multiple snaps of this kid just, like, walking around wearing his Vans and this uh, his friend going, damn, Daniel, damn. Like, it's not. Back no one, like, who's going to write that? You know, it's one of those things that, like, if you wrote it, someone would be like, 
get out of here. Even though it snaps and Snapchat. You'd be like, that's not a campaign. Well, if like, some kid in high school, he probably got a lot of feedback from the first couple. They just kept doing it. It was probably like their thing. Yeah. Their, their joke. And <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're buddies. They're messing around. So anyway, um, I, that's – honestly, I don't know if that's my total top favorite. That's the one that came to my mind, though. Oh, and the other thing – the other thing, too, about that one that I remember is the Bitmojis. That was the first one I remember where they – Bitmoji – Boy. Made a Bitmoji f- like from that. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> it was really, and I, I, it's still in there. The Bitmoji's still in there. If you, All if you right. go look, there's one called Damn Daniel, and it's, it's, got, it shows the shoe. <laughs> like it's, it's just funny. It's, I, I find it hilarious. There, there's so many other viral videos. Question of the show. Yeah, what's your favorite viral video? Um, All right, tweet us, guys, at hashtag pod, at Adam Lidecker, at Vincent Orlick, and. I just want to read this because I we never say it. You wrote this in the show notes. I just got to read it. It's probably late. I think it's funny. Yeah. As always, make sure to tweet us at hashtags pod with your answers as well as any feedback, suggestions, wait, wild accusations, <laughs> and or circumstantial evidence to the contrary. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in. That was, I wrote that before the first show uh, with the ambition of for every show making it some some goofy term in there i want you guys to tweet us your circumstantial <laughs> evidence yes and your wild accusation yeah, yeah. You try, just try it because we can get away with it if if our, the president can i mean that's what's happening every day anyway so tweet us with your circumstantial evidence we'll beat it that's right we'll, we'll meet beat it. it you got nothing on us oh man that's the show so you what can. i so what i slapped adam's hand away when he tried to hold my hand how dare you? <laughs> well, I was trying to lens it. Uh, that's, <laughs> what, that's what it was. Don't lens the Pope. So every episode is serious <laughs> or comical. But in any case, it's more than hashtags. <laughs> it's practical. It is. Later. Hey, see you next time.